you, Jesus. We are so glad to be back in the house of the Lord. We thank God for the covenant partners this morning. Want to say good morning to everybody. Want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners as well. And we want to give you an opportunity to get your Bible, your iPad, your phone, your pens, and your pads as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord this morning. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And while you're preparing to get ready to go into the word of the Lord, we're still talking about prayer. We started out talking about the six rules of prayer, and we're also talking about six types of prayer. Amen. And we gave you scriptures to go with that. Amen. And eventually, I'm going to be calling some of you to say, hey, we're going to actually do this, do these prayers. Amen. So I'm going to need some of you to keep your ears open, look out on your phone, because I'm going to be calling you and saying, hey, I need you to do this prayer. And I'm going to call somebody and say, I need you to do this one, because we need to exercise these prayers. Amen? Amen? So first, let me just go back over them. We're not, we're not going to go back through all the scriptures. That was it. But when I call you, I will give you the scriptures again. Amen? Amen. So we talked about six rules of prayer. We talked about how rules give strength to your prayer life. Okay, they don't bind you. They give strength to your prayer life. We talked about how prayer number one is the prayer of agreement. We talked about prayer number two, the prayer of faith. We talked about prayer number three, the prayer of consecration and dedication. We talked about prayer number four, the prayer of praise and worship. We talked about prayer number five, which was the prayer of intercessory prayer. And today, we're going to talk about prayer number six, which is the rules of binding and loosening. Amen? The rules of binding and loosening. I hope you're keeping good notes because it's helping me in my prayer life. Amen? Sometimes we just need to be refreshed. Amen? Amen. All right. So if you would, the scripture is going to be Matthew 18, Matthew chapter 18. Amen. All right, Matthew 18, verse 18. Okay, and we're going to talk about this one today. So it says, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay, is that in your Bible? So we're talking about binding and loosening. So some of the rules about binding and loosening, first of all, you need to understand it starts on earth. This is a prayer that is prayed in the earth. You and I can't go to heaven and bind anything. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Now, you can, you can bind the heavenlies right above our head. That you can do that, but I'm talking about actually where God's throne is. No, we, we can't go there and bind anything. Amen. So this prayer starts on earth with us and it is a petition. We petition the father of spirits. Binding and loosening is only for evil spirits or demons. You can't bind people. I'm sorry, so all of this going and, and praying, 
or I bind brother so-and-so and I bind sister so-and-so or I bind this person. You cannot bind a person. The, the only thing that we can bind is evil spirits or demons and the only thing we can loose is what God has already deemed to be loosed. Amen? Amen. So you can, you, can, you, can, you can bind evil spirits, demons, or demon activity that try to come into your life or your atmosphere. Okay? And this prayer starts with us here on earth. Whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. You cannot bind everything on the earth. I'm going to say that again. You cannot bind everything that's on earth. You cannot bind people or loose people. <laughs> uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's, that's just out of order. That's not happening. I'm so sick and tired of them acting crazy. I bind you so-and-so. No. It doesn't work. It doesn't, you, you out of order. Okay? But you can bind spiritual forces. Watch this. We can bind spiritual forces that work through people. Okay? That's why uh, Corinthians says, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians says, uh, uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So basically, if you're going to pull down a stronghold, it must be a demon, an evil spirit, or demon activity. Amen? If a person is acting um, out of order, you can't bind that person, but you can bind the spirit that's behind it. You can do that. You can do that. All right, what else does he say? Um, a parent only can do this for children who cannot make decisions for themselves. Wow. Now that's, that's kind of deep. That means basically all the way up until I would say, you know, possibly they're grown. You know, they've got a chance. Somebody's ministered to them. They've heard the word of God. You, you can pray for them and bind demon activity and evil spirits that's, that's using them or trying to work through their lives. But that's only until they can make decisions for themselves. Bet you don't know why. Because once they start making their own decisions, then you're going to deal with their will. Let me show you how it works. And that's why I tell people, be very careful going around talking about you casting out demons out of people. Because if they want them to come back, you just wasted your time. You didn't, you didn't do nothing. Because the moment they say, this is what I'm going to do. And see, you got to understand something. There's a spirit behind everything. Whether it's good or bad, there is a spirit behind it. So you, you, you know, that's why I say sometimes we, we really wasting time. We could be doing some other things and, you know, we losing sleep and got to go to the doctor to get nerve pills. And <laughs> you just gone crazy. Because if that person wants that demon, you know, they have a little saying, well, that's them and they little demons. It's really true. It's really true. If that's what they want, all you do, watch this. Anytime you use the name of Jesus and you cast out an evil spirit or a demon or you bind demon activity, it has to stop. It does stop. 
But if the person returns, it comes right back. It doesn't stop. So be very careful. Sometimes you have to ask people, hey, you, do you really want to be delivered? That's the word. Do you really want to be delivered? Because if you don't, the Bible says if you cast that spirit out and they go back to that and open the door, seven more really do come. Now you got a worse problem on your hand when you could have cast out. Now you, if they, you know what I'm saying? Now you're dealing with a whole horde of, 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 of evil spirits. Okay, so you have to, you know, uh, a lot of these prayers work in whose atmosphere? Yours. A lot of these prayers work for who? You. Because everybody's will, everybody's will must be involved and get involved. That's why, let me say this. I do minister to people outside of this ministry, but most of the time if you come in here on this territory, or you come sit up at that, then what you're saying is, I want to be, come on. I'm just being honest with you. I'm just going to tell the truth, mad as well. When you come in this house and on these grounds, and you walk up here and you sit down there, you saying, hey, I want prayer. I want whatever's ministering to me to be taken authority over and cast out in Jesus' name. So basically, if you decide that, then what you do with it when you get out here, that's not my fault. That's not God's fault. That's not the Holy Spirit's fault. Uh-oh, uh-oh. That's why Jesus would say, everybody that came to him, he would say, okay, you came. Where's your faith? Come on. So if they come to you on your territory and they say, I want prayer, okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to explain, you know, and I even started kind of explaining when, when it was really um, a lot of prayers were going forth and casting out spirits. And I would say, now, I, we did a little teaching on it. Don't come up here and get prayer, and these spirits do leave. When you use the name of Jesus Christ and you use the blood of Jesus Christ, they have to leave. Don't play. Don't go back out here going around the same people in the same places doing the same things because guess what? They're going to try you. And they're going to try you. And if you don't have no word to stand up against them, guess what? They're coming back. Okay. You can bind all negative activity that is influenced by evil spirits. From heaven, God will say yes to what we bind or loose according to his word. Okay. Because it goes like this. It must be bound in heaven or loosed in heaven. So basically, whatever you bind on the earth, you got to know the word to know it's already bound in heaven. Amen. To know that, okay, I'm free to bind this because it's bound in heaven. Basically, the Bible speaks of being on one accord. One accord. You need to be on one accord with heaven, Amen. with the word of God. Really, in all these prayers, and especially this one, because whatever's loosed in heaven, you can't bind it. Uh oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. That's why, watch this. You remember when Jesus, we've already done, a, 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 we might do another series on demonic activity. But you know, we've already uh, did this and showed you in the scriptures that Jesus knows the demons have a time here. They know they have a time. So when Jesus came to cast them out, remember what they said? Uh, Thy son of David. 
have you come to cast us out before time? So even in our own lives, we must understand something. We cast it out, but we can't get them off the earth. You can't, you, you're not going to get them off the earth because it's not their time. The Bible says in Revelation that there's coming a time when Antichrist, demons, and all hordes of hell, uh, influencing evil spirits, will be cast into hell. Okay? But it's not time yet. And I'm going to tell you something. If you read, I believe the word of God. When they told Jesus, it's not time. Have you come to cast us out before time? Don't you fool yourself. The enemy knows his time. That's why I always say, look, I'm saved. There's no way I'm going back out into the world. The devil will kill me. There's no way. Not going back, not, not going to do anything to disturb uh, God's provision, power, and presence in my life. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Going to always repent. Going re to repent um, at the end of the day. Going to repent in the morning before the day starts. Why? I don't want that devil back. Goodbye. Now, there is a stand that we have to take. The Bible says that um, don't suffer as an evildoer. But if you're going to go through, make sure you're going through because you're a righteous person. Now, don't get me wrong. Wait a minute. That doesn't mean we exempt from, from, from testing coming. Testing will come. Now, when testing is going on, it's almost like when God said what he said about Job. You know, have you tired my servant? Job. God knew what Job was going to do. So there's a testing period where you can bind, you can loose, you can kick, scream, holler, but you're going to have to go through the test. When the test is over, God says, that's enough. Guess what? Satan just going on about his business, but make sure you pass the test. So there's a suffering as an evildoer, meaning I'm just out here in sin. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm in disobedience. I'm not studying the word of God. I'm just putting myself out here. I'm in all kinds of different places. And don't fool yourself. Spirits will follow you home. You all in the club in the get back. They will follow you home. I don't have a whole house full of folk at my house. Because mm -mm. I don't know what you got. And what I do, I would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. You would know too as a saint of God. No, I'm not going to have a whole bunch of folk up in my house bringing different kinds of spirits up in there. Now, if you accidentally get in there, when you leave, I ain't pulling out Lysol. <laughs> that girl looking at me like, what is he talking about? I'm pulling out the word of God. And I'm open the front door, back door, side door, and I'm going to send them demons back on out. Go on back where you came from in Jesus' name. Get on up out of here because you can't stay here. Because I'm going to have peace. That's why you have to be careful what you have on your TV, watching all this crazy stuff. I didn't even go near channels for Halloween that had all that foolishness on it. I don't want all that stuff in my house. I got to rest. I need my peace. It's already enough I got to take a stand for. I don't need extra that I've allowed in. I don't need it. Don't want it. Just watching everything. Ooh, I just like ex-murdering pictures. Really? And then you wonder why you scared half the life. 
sit up there watching that foolishness. Well. Everything comes with a spirit. Oh, I just like, I like pictures where they pass away. Okay, keep watching that mess. All them spirits coming up in your house, in your atmosphere. Spirits are real. When Jesus saved you, he saved you. It's up to us to stay on the road of salvation. And sometimes we, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, you just need to go home and do a house cleaning. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means go home and pray in your home. Pray your grounds. Cast those spirits off your grounds, out of your home. Get out of here fussing demons, cussing demons, controlling demons. How can two walk together except they be agreed? All that confusion and division in your home between you and your husband, or you or your husband and you. Do you know that bring that releases in the house, in the atmosphere, unless you get that out of there? Sometimes it's just good just to shut up. Amen. Just be quiet. This ain't about, you ain't, you ain't trying to win no uh, prize. You ain't, you're not trying to win a check up. Well, I see that. I got him told. I got him told. Yeah, you might have got him told, but what did you release in your home? Well, I'm coming where you at. Amen. What did you release in your home? And it sits there and stays there. And guess what? It don't just sit quietly. It works. And it worked. And you, you wonder why. Why is there always so much tension between me and my husband or my husband and my wife, my, the husband and the wife or the wife and the husband? What's going on? All that fussing, all that cussing, all that throwing stuff, all that acting out, acting up. <laughs> Lord, give me a praying spirit. Isn't that a song? Yeah. <laughs> That's a song, isn't it? Give me a praying spirit. Give me a meek spirit. What do you think God is there for? He's there to work it out for you. Amen. I don't care who it is, whether it's the children, whether it's the husband or the wife, it doesn't matter. You got to learn how to start praying. You got to learn how to go to your prayer closet. You got to learn how to close your mouth. Amen. Stop being so bigoted, trying to tell everybody off. O-F-F. Because you're releasing what? I stayed married 42 years, and the house is in peace, P-E-A-C-E. -E. And see, today we have an attitude of, I'm not going to let her walk all over me. I'm not going to let him walk. Uh-uh, but wait a minute, you're supposed to be saved. Jesus is your protector, provider. Jesus is the one that's going to work it out. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if we're supposed to be, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we say we trust the Lord, but then we don't trust the Lord because we take matters into our own. Bless. Bless. 
I'm going to handle it. No, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to let the Lord handle it. And I hear you. I feel you. And if there's anything you're supposed to say, God will tell you when to say it and how to say it. That's why most of us don't have no man now. <laughs> Y'all gonna laugh. <laughs> I'm tired of being single. Well, get yourself together. Amen. I don't know why I just heard that. It's a thin line <laughs> between love and hate. <laughs> I know what that song talk about. I know what it talks about. You think you're getting away with stuff, and man, you come home one day, and she... <laughs> we supposed to be letting the Lord... We, say that with me. Say, I am, I am supposed, supposed to be going to God, going to God in, prayer in prayer for everything. For everything. You got to get out your flesh and you got to do what? Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. And you women, you, you in here and you don't have a mate, you don't even have a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Don't have a don't have a a, a boy, uh, you know what a, a boyfriend is is so called a prospect. That's what a boyfriend is. That means you're dating, in the prospect of one day you will become my wife or you will become my husband. The dating initiated is basically so I can get to know you. You know we go to dinner, we go out, we talk, we laugh. Uh, some of us don't even have people to do that. I'm supposed to get to know you, and then here's the real deal. Here's the real deal. If God say, Come on, mm, that's your mate, that means that's what you can handle, regardless of what comes up. See, that's what we don't want to hear. Regardless of what comes up, that means this is what you can handle. Oh, yeah, I know, babe. I'm talking from experience. I ain't talking from no uh, what she said, he said, I heard it, uh-uh. When God say that, I've had people come to me and they say, would you please pray? I just want to make sure this is my mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'll go into prayer. If God don't say nothing, I don't say nothing. But if he speaks, I'll say, you know what? God said, yeah, this is the one you need to be with, or she's the one you need to be with, or he's the one you, why? Because that's what you can handle. Even if something comes up, even, see, you think just because God say that's the one, oh, ain't nothing going to come up. All of us are different. All of us are different. You're going to have some issues that you're going to have to learn as an adult. Uh-oh. Not a girl. Not a little child. Not a little... Uh, <laughs> 
I have my way. Like you on the playground in kindergarten. Oh, baby, dating is for real men and real women. Marriage is for real men and real women. Because in a marriage, things come out that you didn't even see in the dating process. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Where y'all at? Where the real folk at? Let me sit down and just, yeah, preacher. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We sitting there like, okay, keep on pretending. Keep on pretending. You don't know that person just because you done dated and dated and dated and dated and dated. Uh-uh. The real comes out after you met. Why? Because now we in the same house, the same space. I got to see you every morning. I got to see you every morning. Ain't no hiding. Because, you know, you don't start sleeping in separate beds till you're about 80, <laughs> if you're going to do that. If you're going to do that, because you don't went by 80, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Most people want their separate bed to kind of, you know, spread out and kind of relax. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. I don't know about 80. Okay, it's all wrong. It's all good. You can keep your bed. It's okay. But I'm just saying, you don't know somebody just because you done dated them. Yeah, but I was with them five years. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. There are some things not going to come out to you after you say I do. But guess what? If you prayed about it, if you prayed and asked God for the person, then God, he, he gave you peace about it. That means you can handle what comes out. Everything is not going to be fixed with the flick of a pen in the divorce court. Stop this foolishness, saith the Lord. Well, I, this don't work. I'm going to get the other one. All of them got problems. What's the matter with you? I don't care who you get. Get whoever you want. I, this don't work. I'm, I got it ready right there. See, I got the pen and the divorce. Okay, so you go to the next one. You? And I've seen people go through four divorces, remarried four times. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. You need to do something different. I had a lady, I didn't ask her her business, I was in the shoe store, and I'm just shopping, you know, and I spoke to her, she spoke to me, and we kept on shopping, and she just went to talking, and she was saying, yeah, she said, uh, she said, I've been married now for such and such, and this is my, how many of the, her, her husband, and so I said, yes, ma'am, you know, I'm just looking at her, I said, okay, she said, but you know, baby, I learned something, I said, yes, ma'am, she said, after all those marriages, I learned when I got to this one, just don't do those things. Just leave folk alone. <laughs> and her problem was, and I'm, it, it was, I'm sorry, but this was the woman. Her problem was she was a neat fanatic. 
And so he would like to sit in his chair, have his shoes, his paper, da-da-da-da-da. And she would always, in each one of the circumstances, she always was tidying up and moving their stuff, and it would cause an argument. Okay, but you know, if you're going to tidy up their stuff, of course, sometimes you want to tidy up their life verbally. And men don't go for that. You're going to have to get in the prayer closet. Now, I'm telling you the truth. I'm sorry. You might not like it, but you're going to find your knight in shiny armor. You're going to find your princess. And I promise you, there's going to be something there. So she said after three or four times, she said, she said, you know what? In this one, marriage, I'm not tidying up nothing. I'm just going to make sure it's there and where he can see it. And she said, it's been so peaceful. But how many times have I came in and said, leave them up. Where's your prayer closet? And I don't mean why they're at home where they can hear you. You demon, I bind you in the name of Jesus. You so-and-so on the prayer altar. And they in the other room. And look, look, and they, they right across the hallway saying, uh, don't she know I can hear you? I can hear you. All you do is stir that spirit up and make that demon mad. You ain't did nothing. And then when you come out the prayer closet and you, it's still going at it, you still feel the tension and you still feel the pull. And you be like, but I just prayed. That wasn't the right way to pray. You done stirred them up, whether it's the male or the female. Now they upset because they know you was talking about them. Amen. Now you got the demon and them working together. <laughs> Man, now you got that, that, the person acting out and they allowing the spirit now because they saying, oh, you know, I'm hot now. I'm hot now. That's not how you do stuff. That's not how you do stuff. I'm going to be like, the, like your parents. Haven't I taught you anything? <laughs> Lord, help me, Jesus. But we declare we're going to be somebody's savior. No, only Jesus can be the savior. We can't be nobody's savior. God got to be the savior. Say that with me. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has, to has to be their savior. Their Not me. Haven't you noticed when you date, it's fun? You haven't noticed that? You know why? Because you go home, you go to your house, and they go to theirs. You haven't noticed that? Oh, I'm just so in love. Oh, I can't live one. Wait a minute, what time is it? We just left, and it's a bit a minute. I got to call them. I'm going to text them. Get in the house. <laughs> you love to see that text and say, bam, throw that phone out the window. I ain't texting that Negro. I ain't texting her back. <laughs> I ain't texting them back. You know, you got ringtones now. You can say husband, wife, wife or husband. You can even put that picture on there. See, it's the truth in the house. It's the truth. You're never going to learn everything in the date. 
it's in the marriage is when you say I do. But like, <laughs> you have to be ready to be a husband or a wife. Because can I say something? It is work. I'm so sorry. It's work. And it is a responsibility. It's a responsibility. It's a responsibility. And all the men and all the women, and we don't have no prayer life, and we're talking about taking on responsibilities, how in the world are you going to handle them? So you can't bind or loose people. You can only bind negative activity, evil spirits, demons, and demonic activity. And whatever you bind or whatever I bind, it must be already bound in heaven. Whatever we loose, it must be already loosed in heaven. Well, how am I going to know what's bound in heaven and what's loose? Read the word. Because it's according to the word of Jesus Christ. You just need to take a minute right now. Think about what's bound in heaven and what's loosed in heaven. I mean, seriously. What's, what's, you know, you have to ask yourself, what's running rampant in heaven and what's running rampant in the earth? What's, what's not running rampant in heaven? Then you'll know what you can bind. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to go to, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to go to the book of Acts. I'm looking for, mm, I'm trying to see, I might not be able to find it, but until then, mm-hmm, 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 okay, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go to James. Chapter 5. Okay. James chapter 5. And I want you to see something. When you don't have a prayer life, that's when you're weak. Hear me when I tell you. That's when you are weak. James chapter 5, okay? And I want to go to verse 16. Amen? Amen. I want to show you something. Look at your neighbor. Say, so when you don't have a prayer life, prayer that's yes. when you're weak. Let's look at this. James chapter 5, verse 16 says, now I'm going to read this, but don't run out of here doing this. This is going to have to be somebody you really, really trust. Amen? Now, just hold your horses. I'm going to read it, James 5 and 15. No, 16. It says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another. Let me say something about this. This needs to be somebody that you trust, 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 that you trust. 
Because I'm just going to go and be honest. You cannot confess your faults to everybody. Amen. Or they'll have you on WBLX. Because they can't hold water. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Stop it. Stop it. If you haven't found that kind of person yet, get at your altar and confess it to Jesus. Amen. I'm being honest. That's what splits up friendship. Well, I didn't think you were going to tell anybody. It gets out in a moment of, you know what I'm saying? I think I was talking to, and I'm just saying, I was talking to Minister Denise about something that was very important to me. And I told her just like this, and I said, I will say this in front of the person's face. So just in case, if it comes out any, you understand what I'm saying, baby? That left the door open, so hey, look, I'm ready. Because I mean what I say. So if you don't intend for it to get out, keep your mouth shut, go to your altar and tell Jesus, or you wait till God send you that kind of person. Amen? Amen? Now, if you want it to be known, then you let the person who you're talking to, let, let them know that, okay, I'm saying this in, your, in front of your presence, but I say it in their presence as well. Amen. And you have to be ready to be able to do just that. Amen? Amen. He says, pray for one another that you may be healed. He says, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man or righteous person avail it much. Is that in your Bible? Okay, when we do the breakdown, it says the earnest, heartfelt prayer of a righteous person, listen at this, makes tremendous power available unto them. So basically, when you have a strong prayer life, you got a strong power in your life. Now, 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 this is true. You can kind of tell when people really pray. You can, you can kind of tell when people are really prayer people. Because the Bible says when you are praying, it opens up power to you. And it goes on to say it's dynamic and it's working. So when you got a good, strong prayer life, you're pretty much strong. You pretty, why? Because you, do you know, even over time, if you are a person that are you are a consistent prayer person. I'm talking about consistent. You pray some kind of prayer every day. Come on now. Do you know there's something called something where you build up? You build up your strength. You build up your tenacity. Why? Because you are a person of what? Prayer. Uh, there's a saying, little prayer Little strength. So if you're a person and you always said, I don't have time to pray, that's just not me. Uh, you know, I don't really have time to pull out no declarations. I don't have time to pray the word of God. You're going to find yourself with little strength. What does that mean? Sometimes prayers you pray way back have you held up for things that come in the future. So you need a prayer life. I don't care who you are. If you're 12 years old and up, you can pray. Amen. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I've been doing that prayer. Psalms 27, 1 through 8, Psalms 143 and 10, every night before I go to bed, every consistently. And the more I read it, the more I'm seeing, I'm saying, wait a minute, the Lord is my light and my salvation. That means no matter how dark, no, how, no matter how dark the world gets, the Lord is my light. I'm going to be able to see and I'm going to know what's going on. Then he's my salvation. What does that mean? He's my safety. He's my uh, uh, prosperity. He's my deliverer. Come on. He's my health and healing. Come on. Yeah. He's my preservator. He keeps me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, my enemies, and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and fail. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise up against me, in this will I be confident. What are you saying, King David? He said, I will be confident in the fact that the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. So that means when trouble comes, my trust is in the Lord. It might hurt, I might cry some tears, but I'm not going to be in fear. And I'm not going to faint. Because I know in whom I believe. I'm going to keep having hope with expectation. You remember that one, that series? I'm going to keep having hope with expectation. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I'm going to have hope, expectation, and faith. I'm going to trust God to do it. He's going to bring me out. He's going to secure me. Mm, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Psalms 143 and 10. Teach me to do thy will. Thou art my God. I thought about that. Teach me to do thy will. Thou art my God. I'm asking him, show me the way. Show me your will for my life. Because see, now we're over in the kingdom of God. Guess what? We need his will, not our will. Teach me to do thy will. Thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. And I believe every time it's said, every time it's prayed, every time it's declared, God doing something. I believe you're doing something. I believe you're doing something. How about this? I believe you're doing something in my life. Amen. I say, I believe you're doing something in my life. Amen. I believe you're working it out. Amen. Hey, I believe he's strengthening me to know I can trust him. Y'all better get ready for next year, 2023. You better get ready. Because it's, oh yeah, it's coming. You better get ready. You better get ready. So somebody say, I need to have a prayer life. Because it releases power in my life. Say little prayer, little strength. Big prayer, big strength. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. In every circumstance of life, we should go to the Lord in prayer. 
<laughs> did you hear that? Did, did you really hear that? That means there's nothing that goes on in our life that we should not consult the Lord about. N nothing. 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 Before I got married, I had asked the Lord for a couple of things. I said, Lord, I want a man that works. I want a man that has some education. I want a man that at least goes to church. Please, I, at least come to church. Please, please. Because I had dated and I had seen other men. And I'm like, God, I don't want no lazy man. I don't want no man that don't want to go to work. Because I see how folk live. And I'm like, uh-uh. No, thank you. I'm being honest now. So when I met my husband, he was educated. He had his own place. He had a job. He went to church. Matter of fact, he sung in the choir. Okay. And it was like, oh, okay. He has a job. He does go to church. Uh, he has an education. He did. Okay. Now, once I got into the marriage, that's not to say everything was just, you know, but you get as close and the rest, you got to go pray. Amen. You got to go pray. You think I was going to walk out of that marriage and all these slobs <laughs> ain't working? I don't want to do a layup and have sex and a bunch of babies and crazy food. That's right. It's me talking. That's right. This is how you pastor. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Do you think I was going to walk out that marriage? Because he possibly didn't put his shoes back in the closet and he both one face and left north, east, and east and south. The devil is a lie. Come on, baby. Think about it. He cared about his children. He, he made sure they had a roof over their head. He worked in places where sometimes he was so tired, he was about to pass out, but he was doing it. He kept a roof over their head. Do you hear me? Amen. The old folk used to say, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. Amen. Hello? Amen. Mm -mm. You better know what you got. Amen. You're not listening. You better know what you got. Amen. You better know what you got. Amen. Uh huh. One little thing. Oh, I'm see. I'm gone. I'm. Where you going? Where you going? Oh, yeah, women looked. Mm. They looked. They talked. <laughs> but I was Miss Angelita Carmichael. Yes, 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 yes. And I shared this with you all. And when I found that scripture in the Bible where it says, if a man have two wives, <laughs> he have to take care of that first one. 
So I made, I never told anybody. That was my first time sharing that with you all when I shared it. But then I made up in my heart. I said, okay, if he can handle two, be so big, because I'm going to be in line. <laughs> I'm going to be in line. Oh, I mean it. See, I'm, I'm like that. I'm rough like See, people don't know me for real, real. I'm rough like that. You, I didn't care. Oh, so you went out and you did. Okay, my turn. You better take your Wheaties. You better get your vitamins, baby. Because if it'll be on. Girl, I mean it, what I'm saying. Now, see, now, when I talk like that, they don't believe me. They don't think that's me. They don't, they don't believe that's oh, me. Oh, no, no, no. Y'all really, really know. You don't know me. Uh-uh. So you done, so you done been out in my turn. <laughs> so yeah, amen. <laughs> ah. I ain't talking about with no boyfriend. This was my husband. Oh, so you want to spend so and so? Where the wallet for us? You better know what you got. Amen. You better know what you got. Jump out the, what they say, out the skillet into the frying pan. You better go somewhere and sit down. You better go somewhere and sit down. That wife go to church, she prays, she's at home. Come on, come on. She watching out for your children. She taking care of your children. You better sit your sit down down. Because the 32, I don't even know how the numbers go no more. What is it? Is it 30? What is it? 36 what? 36, 24, 36. Th- that's it. 36, 24, 36. After a while, you're going to have 40. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You better come on here. Look at your neighbor and say, stop, stop. Throwing, out throwing out the baby with the bath water. So just change the bath water and keep the baby. Everything shining is not gold. Amen. What did I always used to tell you? I knew my husband. When you've been business with someone, you done been with someone, you know them, you know what, how their ways are, they know you. Okay, you know what, you, you know what you're working with. You already know what you're working with. You ought to know how to go to God and say, Lord, this is this, and I need, please do this, and da 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 Y'all got too many stipulations. Y'all want a man and a woman that y'all must want a um, robot. He, they bet, she and he better not do nothing. They better not say nothing. They better not look wrong. Baby, you're not going to find it. Hello, wake up. You're not going to find it. It's not out here. Because human beings are what? Human Somebody say, go to the prayer closet. Say, first of all, learn how to pray. pray. (laughs) 
In every circumstance of life, we should go to the Lord in prayer. Go to 1 John chapter 5. We're going to let you go. But I hope when you go home, you practice what you done heard. I hope you don't just run out of here and say, ooh, I'm so glad we out of church. Uh-uh, that's not what we came for. We came to get the word so we'll know how to work it out there. So we can have what? Success. Good success. That's what the Bible says. That's right. That's right. First John chapter 5. Verse 14, mm, I like this. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, and it reads, and this is the confidence that we have in him, in Jesus Christ, that if we ask anything, here it is, according to his will, he heareth us. Is that in your Bible? Amen. So tell me what prayer doesn't get answered when you pray the word. None of them. Every last one of them gets answered because you're praying the word. That take too long. I don't have time to do that. Well, then you don't have time for victory. You don't have time for success. You don't have time to gain power. You don't have time to get your prayers answered. Because he says as long as you're asking it according to his will and his will is his word, the Bible says he does it. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. If he can take down Goliath. Y'all not hearing me right now. I'm going to say it again. If God can take down Goliath, what is the Goliath in your life? What is the Goliath in your life? It's dangerous to be with a real sanctified praying man. A man that knows his rights by the word of God. It's dangerous to be with a woman, a real sanctified woman that know her rights according to the word of God. Oh, it's dangerous. Because the Bible says everything they ask for according to the will of God, he going to do it. I could, oh my Lord, all that popping your neck, snapping your, all you got to do is go to the, weird, the word, find the closet. Where's the closet at? Do you have one? First you take down the demonic force that's in that per. Oh my goodness. When you take down the demonic force that's dealing with that person, they then are like, a pair of clothes with nobody in them. Because you removed the force that was causing them to act up. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Then you got to pray, Lord, get some word in them. Get some, somehow, some way, get some word in them. Get some. But even if you just nullify the demonic force, they themselves humble down. They themselves humble down. They don't have the force that was causing them to do what they were doing. Oh, y'all listening to me? Amen. You deal with the spirit. You don't deal with the person. 
you go with the spirit that's causing the trouble. Once you get a, 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 a control with that through the Holy Spirit, they like, there's no force. There's no fight now. Then the Bible says, watch this, with love and kindness. I'm preaching good. Let me. uh. He said, then with loving kindness have I drawn thee. See, the problem today with the men and the women is everybody's so macho. Ain't nobody want to humble down and show no love. Because the Bible said, with loving kindness have I Even the Bible says you get more with honey than you do with vinegar. See, now I got to show you some loving kindness to do what? Draw you. Turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, Lord. Turn it around. Turn it around. Turn it around. Turn it around up in here. Loving kindness. Not all that rah, 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 and I'm on to that back and forth. Hush. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Loving kindness. Because the force is gone. Amen. So I got to work quickly. The only thing that can work that fast is love. L-O-B-E. And it's got to be real. Oh, my God. Love. 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 It don't make you a little, we got to get that out of our mind. Men and women, women and men, you got to get that out of your mind. We're so used to, I'm going to get you back. I'm the better person. I can't let you get one upmanship on me. Shut up. It's not about that. That's not what it's about. It's about giving God an opportunity to be able to work. All right. (laughs) And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will. Say this with me. Say, in my prayers, I must pray the word of God. It must be according to his will, the Bible. Then I can ask anything and he'll do it. And he will. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. What are petitions? That's when I tell you, go home, get a piece of paper, write it down, put it in your prayer altar. That's a petition. That's a petition. When you take your bills and you put them on your altar and you pray over them, that's a what? Petition. And you stick with it, and you stick with it, and you stick with it. And guess what? Oh, the wind going to blow. It's going to look like nothing's happening. But you stick with it. You stick with it. See, there's a difference with a marriage. Uh Uh-oh. That's a covenant. Y'all don't. mm. I can't go out in the street and get some other man. Listen to me. That's a covenant, baby. God honors Covenant. Oh, 
my God, help me, help me. Do you, I'm trying to get them to understand. I'm trying to get everybody to understand. That's different than a boyfriend. That's a real covenant. God going to honor the covenant over whatever else is going on. Amen. You, do you see what I'm saying now? Yeah. This ain't your girlfriend. This ain't your boyfriend. This ain't an associate. This your husband. Amen. And you think God going to let it run all over? And you live in something? Amen. And you love the Lord? The devil is a lie, and it works both ways. If the woman acting crazy, you got a covenant with God. Yeah. Male, men, you got a covenant with God. Yeah. There's covenant in marriage. Yeah. Oh, shata. He shaking. Covenant. Covenant. Now, I can't go out here and pray for a boyfriend like I can a husband. Unless. That's my mate. Uh-oh. It has to be covenant. It has to be covenant. It has to be covenant. Like the children you had at your belly. It's a difference. I'm trying to get y'all to see. There is a difference when you pray for what was attached to you. And now you're saved. You serve in the Lord. You believe the Lord. There's a difference. You got every right to stand on the word of God. Against, first you pray against the spirit. Yes. Then you start showing. Mm. But you got to show enough, stay with it. Lord, you got to stay with it. You got to stay with it. Sometimes you're going to feel like your tongue going to fall out on the floor from praying. Even if it is every afternoon or just once in the morning or once in the afternoon or once before you go to bed, but you're doing it consistent. You're doing it consistent. It's always on your heart. It's always on your mind. It's always on your heart. It's always on your mind. There's a difference. Are you hearing me? There's a difference. So, 15 verse. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask according to his word, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. All prayers must be based on the words of Jesus Christ. All prayers must be based on the words of Jesus Christ out of the Bible. Because the word of the Lord is spirit and life. The word of the Lord is alive and active. So if we ask anything, we make a request according to his will in agreement with his own plan. Okay, this is his plan right here. This is the plan of God for our life, all of us. Okay, where do you see in here he going to allow you to be broken, defeated? Come on, you don't. You don't. I'm sorry, but you don't, you don't, you don't. You're going to always be the winner. You will always be the winner because you're doing what? You're using the word of God. You're using the word of what? You'll always be a winner. But you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. God's word says you can ask anything according to his will and he hears you. 
The word of God is his plan for our lives, not the sickness and pain and poverty and all the negative things that are in the world. Say that with me. Say, say sickness, sickness, pain, pain lack, lack, negative things negative. that are in the world negative. that work against me. They're not, They're not the word of God, word of God for, me. for me. And I'm going to have to start standing up standing with the word up. against it. <laughs> you have to do it. This is why we operate from the word of the Lord. Listen at me. We soon to close. This is why we operate from the word of the Lord. Say, I'm going to operate from the word of the Lord. This is why. It's a higher form of living in a fallen world. It's a higher form of living in a fallen world. It's a higher form of living in a fallen world. Now, you might say, well, I, I can, okay, I won't go into it. You might say, well, prayer, prayer ain't working on that. Yes, it is. Because if prayer wasn't working, they could get as far out as they wanted, but they can't. They, they can't. God won't let it. He won't let it. Even though everything hadn't lined up, everything's not straight like it need to be, he doesn't let them get where they, ah, oh, Jesus. They don't get out far like they want to. They might not understand it, but that's really what prayer is keeping it. Prayer is keeping it. It never gets out like it wants to get. Because prayer is what? Holding it and keeping it. It can't do like it wants to do. Oh, it wants to do now. Wait a minute. We're not going to take that. It wants to do. But prayer won't let it. I don't know why I'm staying with this woman. I don't know why I can't do what I want to do. I know what I want to do. But it's like I can't breathe. What is this? What is this? I don't know why I'm staying with this woman. What is this? What is this? It's the secret weapon. It's the secret weapon. You gotta learn how to pray. You got to go on and pray. You got to just go and do it. You just get, what the Nike say, Nike commercial, just do it. Yes. And do it consistently. Don't stop. Do it if it takes a year, two years, three years. Just keep doing it. What, keep doing what, Pastor? Keep praying on it. Keep putting the word on it. Keep believing for it. Because yes. it's going to take a minute. Why? Because God got to move some, break up some stuff. It takes time. It takes time. It didn't happen overnight. It didn't get there overnight. It didn't get there overnight. Amen. You got to have some patience. Yeah. You got to have some backbone. You got to keep it. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. That's why he was telling you. That's part of it, too. That's what he was saying. You say, oh, I get so emotional. Okay, well, what about let's just go and get emotional in the Lord. Let the joy of the Lord become your, because it's going to strengthen you for the warfare. Oh, that demon would have to get up and go. Amen. He would have to go. But then that's just how I am. Don't ever tell me what I can't have, what I can't do. I might not never say to you, huh, you don't tell me what to do. But once I get in that little black car, it's going to come out, oh, you don't tell me what to do. It will be. 
because I serve Jesus Christ and I know his word. It's going to be. That's the way you got to get. That's the way you got to get. It's going to be. Not cause just because you said it. Your faith is strong in the word of God. Your faith is strong in the Lord. That's the way you got to get. No devil. Uh-uh. You don't tell me how long to live. You don't tell me how long. You have to do these things. You have to do these things. If you don't trust the word, guess what? It won't happen. All prayers must be based on the words of Jesus Christ because the word of the Lord is spirit and life. The word of the Lord is alive and active. So if we ask anything, make any request according to his will in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. We got to operate from the word of the Lord. It is a higher form of living in a fallen world. Is it broken? If it's broken, you need the word of God. Look at your neighbor. Say, if it's broken, broken. you need the word. word. Not just any word. The sure word. The The Holy Bible. Bible. Say, put the word on it. The word of God is above every worldly circumstance. Say that with me. Say the word of God God is above above every, every, every every worldly circumstance. circumstance. Isaiah 55, and then I'm going, we're going to get ready to close out. Because we have to put it into what? Practice. We got to put it into what? Practice. Isaiah 55. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm not making this up. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 55, verse 8. And he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Are you reading this? Neither are my ways, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. Is that in your Bible? What are the thoughts of God? His words. The thoughts of God is his word. What are the ways of God? His word. He's telling us himself. I didn't write this. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. What he's saying is the way you want to handle it, that's not how you handle it. Can can you hear me? Can you hear me this morning? Jesus is saying the way you want to handle it, that's not how I want you to handle it. I want you to get over my thoughts and my ways and handle it how? My way. Oh, he says, for as the heavens, watch this, are higher than the earth, so are my what? My ways, what? Higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isn't that amazing? He said, I don't want you to, I don't want you to handle it the way you want to do it, because sometimes you're going to get in the flesh. He said, I want you to stick to the word. I want you to stick to the word. The word is my will. It's my thoughts. It's my way. And guess what? It's higher in your way and your thoughts as high as the heaven is from the earth can I ask you something can you touch the sky there we go there we go stand up right now and tell me can you touch the sky oh so that's way up there isn't it that's how high his word is 
That's how high the word. I want you to get it in your mind. That's how high the word of the Lord is. It's, it's higher than sickness. It's higher than disease. It's higher than lack. It's even, oh, it's even higher than sin. Put the word on it. Stop being lazy and put the word on it. All right, you're going to cry, but hurry up and, and shut that off. Hurry up and get the word. If the, if, if the tears got to be falling over in the Bible, find them declarations. Amen. That's right. Even if you got a ladder, can you touch the sky? No, ma'am. No, we cannot. No, ma'am. He says, that's how high my word is. That's, that's the word. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word. You can get your children's picture, okay? They don't want you, they don't want you touching them and all this old crazy. Well, I done seen some stuff in my time. Go get their picture. Because you can't do nothing with me in your picture. Put it at your altar. Put your hand, your holy hand on it. And don't pray for them. Pray against the spirit that's you that's using them. Go get the light bill, go get their picture. And I'm gonna say this too. If you dating somebody, you wanna know something? The Lord said you ought to come to him for everything. Put their picture at your altar and pray over it. Y'all don't know what to do. Y'all crazy. You, you don't, I'm trying to tell you, I'm giving it, I'm giving you the the, the not. Put, put your hand on the picture. Start praying and be, wait a minute, wait a minute. Be consistent. Pray against the spirit, not the person. It's a spirit behind it, not the person. Pray for that child. Put their picture at your altar. Okay, you don't want me to put no oil on you? I'm going to put all oil on this picture. That picture going to be so oily. <laughs> Look how you I'm, I'm for real, baby. Pray, 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 pray. Even the Bible says this, pray without ceasing. You want it bad enough? You want your peace? You want your blessings? Huh? You want to be healed? You want to live? You want to advance? You want a happy home? You want a happy home? You want a happy home? I better say that one again. We're going to have to pray. Ma'am? You're not exempt. I'm not exempt. We're not exempt. We're going to have to pray. Amen? Amen. God bless you.